Welcome to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with author and wealth manager Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now, here's Chris Herline. Great to have you on this wet drive home. Y'all be careful out there. Phone lines just opened up. I am Chris Herline. This is Wealth Radio, and this hour is all about your life, your money, and we want to put that front and center and ensure that you're building an amazing life of significance. That's what this show is about, and the phone lines are open, and we discuss all things wealth, tax, estate on this program, so whether it's IRAs, 401ks, you know, protecting your wealth, Join me now, 512-836-0590, 512-836-0590, or text those questions and look forward to having that conversation this evening. And also tune in to uh, News Channel 36 KXAN right here in Austin. Uh, we host Retire Ready TV every Monday and Wednesdays, and you can stay on top of the latest and greatest there as well. So as I get off the ground, excited to have a great guest joining me this evening. Her name Julie Nickerson, and um, you know this. This is one of these areas in wealth planning uh, that she truly specializes in. You know, most attorneys out there, or maybe I shouldn't say most, but many attorneys are are more generalist. You know, they can do a court case, they do contract work, and you know, jack of all trades type of thing. You know, the thing I really appreciate about Julia and her firm is all they do is estate planning and asset protection planning and, and, and probate planning and all those, all those things that generally are kind of put back burner in our world. Wouldn't you agree? If I were to ask you right now, when is the last time you updated your estate plan? You may be saying, what, what estate plan, what do you mean? I've, I haven't done anything. Or there are many of you that have things up to date and you may be sleeping better than most. Because you've taken that step. You've had those hard conversations. So we've got our expert in studio tonight, Julia Nickerson, board certified in estate planning and probate law. Julia, welcome to the program. Thanks, Chris. It's great to be here. Really nice to have you. And we've got a great show lined up tonight, 512-836-0590. If you've had questions about your estate protecting your assets from ever being unjustly taken. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of pitfalls when it comes to estate planning, in my opinion, I, I generally am working with families that have wealth and, and they're coming in and they're really, they're going, hey, you know, how do we build our wealth? How do we keep our wealth from being taxed to death? The thing that doesn't really come up initially, though, is how do we protect our wealth? How do we pass our wealth in a way with ease to our heirs so that the attorneys aren't the only ones that win? No offense, by the way. <laughs> well, I, I love your definition right there of how do we pass to our heirs so they win. That's right. Which is a great, actually, definition of estate planning. Is the win. It's, it's basically magnifying or enhancing your legacy. And, and you know, I find, Julia, that, that maybe the apprehension up to this point has been, we just don't want to have the conversations. Who wants to talk about dying? Who wants to talk about who's going to oversee your wealth and transfer that to your kids? I mean, you got you got somebody that you really got to trust in this situation as trustee executor. 
It's a hard conversation. Maybe we don't want to face the fact that one kid is sharing the values of saving and spending that we do and one doesn't. Maybe we've got a special needs child. Maybe we've got parents that we need to ensure are covered in the event something happened to us if they survive us. So it's, it's complex and people generally steer away and folks listening right now, you, you'd be shocked. We, we visit with families, my, my firm, we visit with families with five, 10, 15 million plus of net worth and many of them don't even have an estate plan. Many of them don't even have a will. So those of you out there that are building wealth or maybe you've arrived, you know, it's that one thing that I asked Julia. It's like, where are you at with your estate plan? And typically they look down and I already know the answer. And it's almost like, oh, I know we should have done it. You know, my wife and I were going on a trip about 30 years ago. Our kids were two and three. And so we did a will real quick. And I said, well, when'd you, when when have you updated it? Never. Right? So this show is all about the fact that you may need to update your estate plan or bolster what's already in place. Because things change, don't they? Well, the, the bottom line is, if, if you don't have a plan, guess what? The government has one for you. Oh, yeah. And there's statutes. On a lot and of it, fronts. And it might not be the one you want, because if, if you pass away and you don't have a plan, then uh, there's going to be a court involvement. There's going to be attorneys that you don't know appointed to represent your family and the heirs. And it's going to be expensive and time-consuming. And Chris, you and I talked about the example of Prince. Yes. Prince died a few years ago. The legend. Yeah. And the estate administration that's going on in court up in Minnesota over the Prince case is exhaustive. There's thousands of people who've come forward and said, oh, well, I'm, I'm a child of Prince. And so DNA testing has to go on. And you can go onto this website and you can swipe for for minutes at a time and still continue to see the docket of all of the pleadings that have been filed in this case. It's had been a couple of years now, at least, right, since yeah. he passed. Mm-hmm. Folks, we're talking about Purple Rain Prince here. Mm-hmm. And he probably, he, I mean, who knows, he may have a couple of kids floating around out there. Who knows? But you're talking hundreds of people. Thousands. Thousands of people trying to come in. Now, now you know, again, a lot of us don't have Prince's wealth, mm-hmm. uh, his complexity. But how does proper estate planning protect that from ever happening? Yeah, so if even if you're just a normal person driving on I-35 in Austin today, and if you don't have an estate plan, the government has one for you. So we had a case come in, a woman, very, very sad. Her husband passed away prematurely in his 40s, and he, he just didn't have any documents. He did yeah. not do any estate planning at all. And so we have to open up this court case. We have to get the judge involved. And the attorney that's is going to be there to represent the unknown heirs. Mm. And this, this attorney went out and found an unknown heir, somebody that this wife didn't know about. Wow. A child, claims she's a child, was born, her mother was the high school sweetheart of this husband mm-hmm. who passed away, and the wife never knew about this child. But a DNA test was done, and sure enough, 99.8% chance, yes, this is the, the child. Wow. And now this woman's home is, is not owned by her alone. It's owned by her and this DNA child. Oh, jeez. So... How does the trust in a state or trust in will, if that had been in effect, in an, in an extreme story like this, mm-hmm. how does that protect 
the all wife. He, all he had to do was have a will, even if it's a, you know, and, and say, I want everything to go to my wife. Jeez. Yeah. It's that, it's that simple. You know, a lot of families are confused about, you know, do I need power of attorneys? Do I need a trust? A lot of families feel like I don't have enough net worth to even justify doing estate planning, which in my opinion is, is wrong. If you, if you got assets are going to be left to heirs, I don't care if it's money, property, you need some estate planning. It's, it, it is what it is. But I will tell you this, what I find, Julie, with, with the successful families that I work with is, is they may have some documents in order. And they could be current or they could be outdated. But the point is, oftentimes, they've outgrown. Yeah. As your wealth, folks, as, as, your, as a complexity of your estate, as your desires to leave wealth to not only heirs, but maybe family or causes you believe in, things get more complicated. And when I say bolster your planning, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And so most estate plans, as I said, are, they're old, they're outdated, but even those that are up to date within, you know, the last one to three years, there's a good chance that you may not have this thing positioned in a way that it's going to fulfill the transfer of wealth that you would really want to see for those that you care about and the causes you care about. Yeah, and I think maybe after the break, we can talk about maybe the four changes that happen in your life that would cause you to update your estate plan. I also want to get into this new law, Julia, that passed recently around the SECURE Act and talk a little bit about why and how. If you aren't prepared for this... It's a big deal. The government's going to walk with some of your wealth. 512-836-0590. Let's take a quick break. Local and independent. This is WealthRadio.com with Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now back to Chris. All right. Welcome back. Chris Herline live in studio to talk with you and walk you through what building an amazing life of significance can be and look like. And that's what we want you to do. This show is about your life and money and most importantly, a lot about the things that money can't buy. So join me right now with your retirement, wealth planning, tax estate questions, 512-836-0590. And we've got one of our experts in studio tonight, uh, Julia Nickerson. And uh, she is a prominent estate attorney, board certified estate attorney here in Austin, Texas. Welcome back. It's great to be here, Chris. Thank you so much for giving us your evening here. We really appreciate it. And uh, we're going to dive right in here. You know, estate planning, folks, wills, trust, power of attorneys, the, the, the process for how you transfer your wealth uh, to your heirs and, and others can be incredibly important, especially uh, for those of you that have worked so hard to build what you've done. And when estate planning is done well, it really is going to aim to allow you to pass your assets as you see fit, quite possibly minimize the state and federal tax bite, and in most cases, accomplish you know, this transfer of wealth and sometimes significant wealth. And so even if you're not 
you know, what you would consider wealthy or affluent or ultra affluent, chances are you may need to update your estate plan. And that's why we brought in our expert, Julia Nickerson. And, uh, you know, when it comes to families that come in and sit down, you, you're, you're generally working with entrepreneurs, business owners, successful families, families that have already kind of arrived with their number, their wealth. But, but I know that day in, day out, what they're consulting with you about is wanting to not only stress test what they have, but they want you to identify any sort of pitfalls or deficiencies so they can fill those gaps, protect the wealth. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of people that come into our office and maybe they've gotten their estate plan done by a generalist, yes. what we talked about. And it, they've kind of outgrown that. Yes. And so I have to, one of the things that we have to do is, is educate Yeah. and make sure that they understand why this isn't going to work for them anymore. Yeah. And so when it comes to families that, you know, we had uh, Jimmy Evans, good friend of mine. Um, he's a family law attorney here in Austin. I had him on the show last week. And, you know, him and I published his book about uh, what's called Div Divorce with Dignity because we're seeing a lot more of that, unfortunately, in this day and age. But when it comes to wills and power of attorneys and trust in getting divorced, we've got a call coming in around that. Kelly in Cedar Park, Texas. Welcome to the program, Kelly. How can we help you? Hi. This actually is really good timing because um, I'm getting divorced. We have a joint will that's been in place since our kids were, you know, three years old. Uh, they are both over 18 now. And I was reading that if you don't go ahead and make a new, rip that will up and make a new one, that essentially because you get divorced, you are dropped from that will. And then that means that you could actually die intestate, which would make it be difficult for your children to collect. Is that correct? Well, I don't know if the exact law on that is, is accurate how you stated it, but I, I would definitely say as part of your divorce that you need to go and get that updated. And, and not only that, but remember this, life insurance, retirement accounts, IRAs, annuities, those types of things, they don't pass necessarily because of a will. That's good. But they're still part of your estate plan. Right. And so I had a case when I was kind of a baby lawyer years ago where... Uh, after 20 years after a gentleman had uh, divorced his, his spouse, right. he kept his, his, his first spouse. He was remarried, but he kept his first spouse on his IRA or his beneficiary designation form. Well, he, just, he didn't keep her. He just didn't change he it. He never changed <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. And so when you're going through and, and updating this, then it's important. Yeah. It's important to spend a little time, get that estate document updated, but... Talk with an attorney that can help you make sure that all of the assets that you have That's right. are going to pass appropriately. Because a will, a lot of people think, let me just say, a lot of people think that a will is the only estate planning document, right. but it's not. Is right. it, Chris? It's not at all. I mean, you're dealing with these accounts all the time, IRAs, 401ks, and... Transferring the assets during a divorce is, is a big deal and, and making sure that you're you're transferring properly, you're not getting taxed to death and everything else. And Kelly, you had a follow-up to uh, Julia's point there, didn't you? Uh, yeah, sorry, I just kind of lost it now, <laughs> what that was. But, um, you know, so yeah, can we just rip up the joint will? Do we need, since we're both part of it, do you need the other person's 
so, so there's never, and, and, uh, and I'm not giving any legal advice on this, on this air tonight to the general population, but I can give information. Um, people would never really have a joint will, right? You'd have one will that's just yours. And if you no longer want that will to exist, then you can, you can write on it and say that it's been revoked. You can rip it up. That's a sign that it's been revoked. There's lots of different ways to, to and, and really the best thing that you should probably do is, is go get a new one and have, have, have the old one revoked because of the new one. Okay. So as long as you make a new one, it revokes the previous one. Yeah, it should. You, you'll, your, your document is going to have to say that, though. Yeah. So Kelly, oh, okay. uh, Kelly, I, you know, I, I uh, really, you know, I feel f- for you during this season. What I want to do is, is let me send you a copy of our new book, Divorce with Dignity. And it, it talks a lot about just navigating a, a lot of what Joey was talking about and just this, this process. And I, I think it, it would be a good read for you. It's easy to read. And be happy to send you a hard copy out this week. Could you, could you hold the line and I'll have my producer grab your uh, address and we'll get that out this week. Thank you so much. You're so Yeah, welcome. good luck, Kelly, going through this. I know it's it's a tough time, but um, hopefully there's some brighter side on the other side of this. Right. Definitely. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. 512-836-0590. If you want to join me, I'm going to take a quick uh, question here before our news break. Fred in Round Rock. Hey, Fred, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you guys so much. I, I know you've talked about this before, but... Uh, for IRAs and Roth IRAs, um, I'm thinking our retirement might be four or five years away. I'm trying to max out my HSA and IRAs um, as I'm approaching potential retirement. Should I be maxing out the Roth, uh, the standard IRA combination, uh, plan on a conversion later on? If you can, general rules of thumb, if yeah. you go through some of those. Well, consider consider your tax bracket now, right? So if you're if you're looking for tax deductions because you're in a thirty plus percent bracket, you know it could make sense to put a little bit of both. That's the nice thing about your Roth IRAs and Roth four hundred one ks versus the traditional. It's not all or nothing. You you could put half in the uh, traditional, get a tax deduction, put the other half in where you don't, but then you get the forever tax-free growth and control of the money. The HSA, wonderful, probably the best retirement account on the planet. Fund it. Don't use it while you're working. Keep track of your expenses and then use that as tax-free income as a reimbursable account. You can reimburse yourself later down the road. That's a powerful one because unlike the Roth, you're getting a tax deduction on the front and the tax-free growth. And as long as it's used for a qualified expense or reimbursed on a qualified expense, it just comes out tax-free. So it doesn't get better than that. What I would do gotcha, is gotcha. what I would do is is you know look at what future tax rates could be. Um, where your other dollars are parked, saved, you know, if you got all of your money in IRAs versus all of it in brokerage or cash, you know, that's going to really dictate the guidance on where you should be putting your money today. I had a family in today that, you know, nearly $5 million in IRAs and 401ks. And, you know, just looking at me going, you know, we, we don't really have options here. You know, we don't have money problems. We got tax problems. And what we want you to do is, is have the view of 10, 15, 20 years from now versus I just want to save on taxes today. That's where you can find yourself in trouble. Exactly. And uh, just real quick, most, you know, so many companies will 
will give you a, an HSA option for uh, as part of your benefit. Are there any better ones out there that you should get on your own that, or that you should consider? Um, I would. I would. Say, I don't want to give you any any specific names. You can search that online, but but I would find one where you can invest the money. It's not just going to be money market. You want to have an option to invest it at a custodian, you know, and see that money cook and grow for you. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Hey, thank you so much. Thanks for your call. Five one two eight three six zero five ninety. I got Julian Nickerson, our expert, a state attorney, and uh, she's here to take all your questions this evening. 512-836-0590. The thing about estate planning, Julia, is it's, it's definitely probably the most overlooked thing uh, that I see with families that are building wealth or families that have already arrived. It's one of those things that just tends to fall through the cracks. And so people out there, you got questions about this stuff. Maybe you haven't done it because it's too expensive or you think it's too expensive. Maybe you don't want to have the conversations. You know, great counsel out there is here to help you navigate those tough conversations. This doesn't have to be a long and drawn out process. In my experience, generally you can have a couple meetings, if, if even that many need it, and, and get this stuff done, and then you throw it in your gun safe or on the bookshelf, and you know you sleep better at night, and you're protecting your wealth, protecting your family and your heirs. 512-836-0590 with all those questions. Julia, we've got a couple things coming up, one of which is I want to talk um, about how estate plans tend to get old quick. I also want to talk about the fact that there's an estate planner problem out there, and you've got to ensure that you're working with a qualified professional that can really hone in on specific what you need. There's a lot of good and a lot of bad out there, and we want you to be aware. 512-836-0590, time for the news. Live, local, and independent, this is WealthRadio.com with Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now back to Chris. It's good to be with you on this wet evening. Drive safe out there. And on your drive home, we've got plenty of time for you here tonight. Still a couple segments left. 512-836-0590. Having some great calls come in already this evening. Some great text questions as well. Julia Nickerson, uh, one of our experts. She specializes in estate uh, planning and as well as um, just protecting families' legacies out there. I, I love the fact that we can lean on Julia here on Wealth Radio to uh, to give good counsel to not only you know our listeners tonight, but also uh, families that we send her direction. And uh, one of the things that, as many of our experts that I bring on, whether it's tax, estate, insurance, um, whatever it is, is generally I will put an offer out there. And you know the professionals I bring on this program are at the top of their game. I vetted them personally. And what I ask of them, though, is that for some of the listeners on our program throughout the week, that they can bring some value by maybe giving some counsel or some strategies, some ideas on ways to better position themselves and achieve all that's important to them. And so one of the things, we just had a caller come, call in here during the break wanting to connect with Julia and her team of professionals. And as always on Wealth Radio, what I encourage you to do, if, if it's time to take that step here in 2020, 
and get your estate in order. If you've got an estate plan that maybe you feel like you've outgrown or maybe it's outdated, take advantage of this. I encourage you, email me tonight, chris at wealthradio.com. Chris at wealthradio.com, and I will make a personal introduction to Julia and her team of professionals on your behalf. And they have been generous enough to um, do what, what I call kind of a stress test and, and take a look at what you've got and, you know, can come back to you with either some ideas that you can implement with your very own professionals or maybe there's opportunity to, you know, fine-tune your planning, get better control, or maybe there's opportunity to, to work with Julie and her team. But if you want to take advantage of that, I really encourage you to do that. And she's been generous enough to offer that to the first five individuals tonight. Chris at WealthRadio.com. Chris at WealthRadio.com. 512-836-0590. Julia, let's go to the phone lines before we get back into our topic tonight. Uh, I've got Do- David uh, calling in from Mopac here about some estate planning for his daughter. Hey, David, welcome. Hi, David. Good, good evening. How can we help you? So I make a pretty good living. I'm, I'm a physician, and I have no clue how to protect my daughter in estate planning. How, how, you know, she's graduating from college. Uh, no clue how to begin that process. What do you suggest? How old is your, da- is your daughter, David? Um, 24. So what are you concerned about about? Her, rec- her receiving well, your assets at a young age if something happens to you? Is that one of your concerns? That, that would be the first concern because I have a you know, life insurance policy, and that was my second question. How long do you need a life insurance policy? Yeah. Well, these are great questions, and, uh, and I think a lot of people have these same questions. And, you know, one of the things that people do when their children are young, and, I, and I've got three of them, and they're still not old enough uh, I've got three teenagers at this point, is they, they want their inheritance to go into a trust. And there's lots of different types of trusts, and there's different ways that you can structure a trust. But a trust that you would create for the benefit of another person can be asset protected. And it can be for her and her benefit only, and not for maybe a spouse that might want to divorce her, or maybe some potential future creditors that she might have. So that might be something when you're putting together your estate plan, you might want to think about whenever you're setting all that up. And David, you know, the thing about a living trust is, is people think, oh, it's a tax play or, you know, it, it, it really gives you the control once you're six feet under. It'll allow you to pass your assets as you see fit in many cases. And so that's one of the reasons that we recommend living trust and certain types of trust for families that know they're going to leave wealth someday. When it comes to life insurance, generally we're talking families out of life insurance. If you're using it for, you know, in case, you know, we pass and the house needs to be paid off or the kids need to get them through college, you know, where we're using life insurance more and more, especially with the SECURE Act that just passed, is the tax leverage with life insurance is incredibly powerful. In fact, it's probably the best in the IRS code, in my opinion. And it allows you to pass wealth tax-free in many cases to your heirs or enhance your estate overnight or with estate tax people are concerned estate tax limits will drop in the future and so people will hold life insurance 
to help pay the estate tax down the road. So that's generally that's what we're using. Uh, those are the types of angles we're using for more successful families that have already built wealth, maybe like yourself. And I encourage you to, to, to get some counsel offline. You know, once we can know more specifically about your situation, really what you're wanting to achieve and accomplish, um, that's, that's where we can give you some better counsel. And life insurance, if I can just jump in here, is is one option with the SECURE Act is yeah. it is kind of switching your assets from the tax-heavy retirement account and using some of those funds to pay for a life insurance policy where the death benefit is, is not going to be subject to income tax. Right, right. So, David, uh, is that answer at least uh, preliminarily your overall? Uh, it cares more about the living trust and how to structure that and... You know, do I start paying into that now? Yeah. If I were to get a living trust, or is that something that... Yeah, funding the trust. A living trust is... is is an option to a will-based plan, really. And so a lot, of, a lot of our clients have these living trusts, and it's just a structure of how to set your estate up. And I would, I would tell you, David, one of the things you need to do is, is get with an attorney. You can email Chris tonight, and I, you can be one of my five people, maybe, and we could, we could probably help you get on that road to setting up your living trust. Yeah, David, shoot me into line, man. Chris at WealthRadio.com. Chris at WealthRadio.com, and I'll make a personal introduction to Julia and her team, okay? That would be fabulous. Wonderful. Be careful out there. All my best to you. 512-836-0590. We'll get to some text questions here shortly, but I want to get back to the topic at hand, and that's that so many of you may need to update your estate plan, or let's be honest, put one in place. And one of the things I want to get into is what I call the estate planner problem. You know, one of the tax or, uh, text questions that just came in was, how much does an estate plan cost? There's no, way to, there's no way you can answer that. You can find somebody here in Austin that could probably do it for $499, and you're going to find somebody here in Austin that's going to charge you $14,999. And the thing is, is I'm a true believer is you, you get what you pay for, okay? It doesn't mean you need to go spend $14,000 on an estate plan, but you need to look at where you are in life and the complexities of what's going on in your world and the wealth that you're likely going to leave. And that generally could steer you in one of the two directions I just uh, mentioned. But one complication that, uh, that I see, Julia, is, is an inability of many estate planners really effectively communicating with their clients. And I've got a uh, research uh, team on literally I have a it's called the AES nation I have them on retainer and and what they do is they will go out and interview or poll wealthy families when I sell wealthy families with with at least a net worth of 10 million or more and what they did is poll them around exactly what I'm talking about and 288 wealthy families that had 10 million or more that had engaged trust in estate lawyers to design their estate plan, they ultimately didn't even sign the documents. These, <laughs> these affluent families give a number of different explanations, but one of which, it was, I think it was nine out of 10 wealthy families said the estate plan did not deal with their goals. Yeah. They did, it didn't deal with their wants or their objectives. You know, so... When I talk about properly communicating, what does that look like? 
Show, tell me what that looks like in your office. Well, most people don't want to talk about the legalese. There's a lot of legalese in these documents. Yeah. And it, it's just like anybody that is an expert in their area. If you're an expert, you can break things down and be able to communicate it to people so that they can understand it. Yeah. And if you're a generalist, you can't really do that because you don't know it well enough. And I would say that's, at least in my office, that's one of the things that I kind of pride myself on is being able to communicate to people. And everybody who comes in our office actually gets a, we call it a flow chart, an estate planning flow chart with boxes. And uh, it, it helps them out a lot to understand what their estate plan actually is. So if, if your attorney isn't someone that is able to explain it to you and in a way that you can understand it, then you might think, oh, maybe this isn't the right person for me. Yeah, and I mean, this is these are conversations that can bring up a lot of emotions, some reactions. Um, these and intimidation. I think yeah. a, a lot of my clients say I was so intimidated to go into this big, you know, downtown building and the gold and the glass. And, yeah, and this this attorney would would speak with all this legalese, and I couldn't understand it, and it made me stressed out on the morning when I have to get up to go to their office. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's a number of reasons out there when it comes to this, but also we want to ensure that you're working with a professional that is versed in the areas that you need that expertise. There's a lot of pretenders out there. There is. I hate to say it. You call them baby attorneys, right? You, you, we, we, we've all been there, right? We've all been there, yeah. So we're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. 512-836-0590. Still plenty of time. Keep it right here. Like what you hear? Make sure you never miss a show again. Go to WealthRadio.com and subscribe to have it delivered right to your inbox. Now, back to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with Chris Herline. We are back with you. Chris Herline, I've got my estate attorney professional in the studio this evening, Julian Nickerson. Thank you again for joining us. Absolutely. Appreciate you yeah, giving us your evening here. here. And your counsel. So what we've been talking about this evening is a lot of you out there, you know, you know, you need to update your estate plan or maybe just get one in place. And, you know, we've talked a lot uh, around the virtual family office concept. I mean, my, my firm, Austin's Financial Planner here in Austin, Texas, we serve all types of families, whether they're, you know, business owners, entrepreneurs, top level executives, whatever that is. But But one of the main reasons that people engage us and want to consult with us is because of the access we're able to provide them. What do I mean by access? Access to some of the best and brightest minds when it comes to tax, legal, estate, marriage counseling, concierge medicine, and beyond. We've got a network of professionals that we vetted personally, and we bring many of them on this program. Julie is one of them. And so I ask you right now, dear listener, when is the last time your CPA said, hey, I'd like to speak with your estate attorney? When's the last time the CPA said, I want to talk to your advisor, your money person? When's the last time your financial advisor wanted to talk to your estate attorney? See where I'm going? It never happens. But it needs to. You've got to ensure that the counsel you're getting is complementing the other counsel you're getting. Are things cooking and working together? 
when they are, it's amazing. It can be incredibly powerful. It can give you what I call a genuine confidence that so many of you may not have. You may question the counsel you're getting, or maybe you've outgrown the counsel you're getting on all those fronts. It could be tax, financial, estate, whatever. That's what happens. We find ourselves generally at a point where we may have graduated. Julie, I know this to be true because you work with a lot of successful families as well, but when I'm sitting down with somebody for the first time, it's generally a transition point. They're selling a business. They had a wake-up call health-related or something. We need to get this done, right? But how in the world can you build an estate plan if you don't have full scope of everything that's going on in their world, especially when it comes to the wealth that's going to be transferred someday? It just doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I call it, you know, you need to have these three key people on your financial management team, the estate attorney, the CPA, and the financial advisor. And these, all, these people all need to work collaboratively. Yeah. I can't believe how many times I call up a, a financial advisor and, and they tell me, oh, you're the first attorney that's ever, that's ever called me up, a state attorney that's ever called me up. And really, the first thing that I do if a new client comes in is one of the very first things I do is, is say, is it okay if I speak with your CPA and your financial advisor? Because they need to know yeah. that we're going to be updating your estate plan. Yeah, and, and we understand. I, I mean, I, I had this conversation today. Listen, you, you're professionals out there, folks. It could be financial wealth. It could be tax, CPA, whatever. We understand you've had these relationships, many of them for could be decades. You've got confidence in them. So it's not that you're, you're trying to come in, Julie, and, and take over and, oh gosh, and, no and wrangle the relationship. But, but I know personally, my role for families is acting as kind of their personal CFO, and helping quarterback and connect. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, folks, that it, it can be so beneficial to work with somebody that's that's highly capable when it comes to estate planning. And there, there's all different types. But I'm talking about one that's going to fully grasp and navigate not just the tax, not just the estate laws, but most importantly, your needs and your goals and your dreams, and what you're wanting to do with everything you've worked so hard for. And so when vetting and interviewing professionals in the realm of tax and estate and finance, I believe that this is literally one of the most important hires of your life. And if there's an issue or if there's something that is overlooked you're the one that pays the price or your family down the road someday. So I encourage you, if you're ready to take control, if you're ready to take that step and get your estate in order, if your estate is out of date and you're ready to take that step, if you feel like maybe we've outgrown our basic estate plan initially, maybe you're selling a business out there Maybe you need to put your business in your trust. There's, there's so many dynamics here. And you know, make this the year and work with somebody that can help you navigate what can oftentimes be difficult conversations or wonderful conversations. Take advantage of the opportunity to visit with either Julia or her 
team of professionals at their firm. And as always on this program, you'll get through because I make a personal introduction for you. Email me tonight, chris at wealthradio.com. Chris at wealthradio.com. And I will make that introduction tomorrow via email. So join us tonight, 512-836-0590, if you've got any additional questions. But as we're wrapping up here, Julia, let's talk real quick about the four things. Four things quickly. And these, these are the, the, the four things you need to be looking at for a well-diversified plan when it comes to not only your wealth, but estate and tax and more. So four things, Julia, you got those? Well, those four things are just, oh, oh. if your estate plan is outdated, how would you know? And, and it's, they're pretty easy. First thing, your life is not stagnant. Your life is constantly changing. Your assets are mm. changing. Your family is changing. People are getting married. People are getting divorced. People are being born. People are moving around. Uh, maybe you're buying a new house. Maybe you're selling a house. Maybe you've changed a business, uh, changed, changed jobs, sold a business. So your assets are constantly changing. Priorities change over time. People in your life change over time. And most significantly, things that you don't even know about, like that's the right. laws change. Yeah. yeah, the fun stuff. The laws that's, change. That's why we call then it, yeah. it can be really outdated. <laughs> Yeah, th that's the that's the deal. Is that it, you know it's a living plan. I work with a lot of engineers. They don't like change once a plan's implemented. Sorry, folks, it's got to change as things change. And you want somebody that's proactive in this planning. You know, we've, we're coming up on tax season here, and I've got a lot of great relationships with CPAs, so I can say this. But that's not proactive planning when you go sit down with your CPA, right? You're going to drop your docs and they're going to report whatever you give them. When it comes to your estate plan, proactive planning means you're in front of these changes and everything that she just mentioned. Email me tonight, chris at wealthradio.com. Julia, thank you so much. We'll have you on in the next couple of weeks. Thanks a lot, Chris. It was great being here. Yeah. Take care, folks. Catch you next week. The following program is sponsored by Reap Financial Group, LLC. Investment advisory services provided by Reap Financial Group, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. Opinions expressed in this broadcast are provided for information purposes only and may change without prior notice. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed in any way as an endorsement, an inducement to invest, or an offer to buy or sell any securities. None of the sales content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor and tax professional should be consulted before making any investment decisions or implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.